Alright guys, Derek said we're talking a little business shop and today we're talking about sales. And um I'm gonna bring up I'm gonna name someone, uh Christo from the future, the uh YouTube channel. What I what I like that they do a lot is they do a lot of drills for sales. So they bring up every conceivable uh objection or doubt or fears of that clients have and they just do drill after drill after drill and you know just memorize their responses like the back of their hand and what's really good about this is that if you actually want to win um business and by winning business, it's closing deals, and especially deals that are sizable deals. You know, um, it, it if you have a you know a lot of business, this applies to a lot of businesses because what a lot of businesses do that I think kind of hurts them, not kind of hurts them, does hurt them, is they have a one size fits all pricing, right? There's no discovery. They they call calls discovery calls, but they're not true discovery calls. Part of the discovery is understanding how much the your your product is value, how valuable your service is to the particular client. And you have to keep you have to factor in that every client is different. Okay, so say that you have, I don't know, say that your Let's use, um, I don't know, let's just use something like uh, Gym Launch as an example. One of the one of really cool companies um, by Alex Ramosi, right? And so, um, and I'm not sure exactly how they, they do their pricing and stuff like that. I don't know if they do the value-based pricing, okay? I'm sure there's elements of that there. There might be different levels. Um, or, you know, let's use another example like, um, I don't know. Uh, I'm thinking of them, but I can't think of the name off the top of their head. Um, um, anyway, it doesn't matter. Tons of marketers, okay, are doing... Um, you know, let's go with the internet marketing space, okay? So, like, say it's a, you know, a company that can either help you with your service or help you with your your big business and grow it. Whatever kind of business it is. Um, one of the things that I think is beneficial to factor in, since you're filling your calendar and talking to actual owners of businesses, what's really good is to as part of the discovery is to, you know, ascertain how, you know, obviously ascertain how big that company is. And while there may be a number of options um, that are available to the salesperson, they might have three options, you know, or something like that. Um, they're like, oh, you, you're okay. You, you fit into this third box, right? You know, and so they're kind of fixed prices that the salesperson has, and 
and they might have some wiggle room with payments. Um, but I think that, you know, giving your, your client, your salespeople the ability to do value-based pricing and actually talk to the client and be able to do some quick back of the napkin calculations, you know, and, um, actually, you know, ascertain that, you know, this product is going to be much more valuable to this company. That's like a, you know, $20 million company as opposed to a $1 million company. So in other words, you don't want to sell, even if your highest product, let's say it's 40,000 or a hundred thousand or whatever it is, you know, you don't want to sell. Um, if you're selling a hundred thousand dollars or $20,000, whatever to a million dollar company, you don't want to sell that same package <clears throat> at the same price to the $20 million company because that, that, that service that you're providing, you know, if it's good and superior, um, as that company listed, their service is pretty good, pretty superior. Um, that service is going to be much more valuable to that $20 million company, you know, and so you might look at it and, you know, it, this, I'm just going to throw this out there, but, you know, they have to do their numbers and, and, and do all that stuff. So every company has to do their numbers and kind of figure it out. But I'm just going to give you an example is that you might charge 10% of the results that you feel that you'd be able to get that client. Okay. Now, if you're working with a $20 million company, you know, well, what's, 10% of, you know, say that you can, you've, you're confident that the program would help them double their business up to 40,000, $40 million, you know, you know, what's a, what's a certain percentage that you think would be fair to charge, you know, so say, you know, your highest package is $100,000, but you're dealing with a $20 million company, your solution might be, you know, two, five, maybe, you know, $2 million, $5 million, $10 million, $100 million company, you know, who knows, you know, do your numbers and figure out, you know, okay, now, if we help this $20 million company and double their business to 40, obviously it's going to be worth 5 million to them, you know, because it's only a fraction of what they would make that they wouldn't make without us, you know, so even like a five or $10 million thing and how you might structure something like that is having a down payment of like a million dollars, like 10% of the fee would be a down payment. And then it would be paid out based upon performance, right? So you're not going to get, you know, odds of you getting a $10 million check from a company all up front is highly unlikely. But what you might be able to do and certainly can do is get a sizable down payment of 10% of expected performance, right? So you're making that promise. Hey, we promise that we're going to double your business and if we don't achieve that then you don't then you stop paying us you know so the payment stops so you just pay us based on the performance but you do pay you know obviously so we can get started on your project 
and get up and running, you know, you'll put down, if you know, say it's going to be a $10 million price point. Um, you might be able to say, okay, you put down $1 million, The fee is 10 We put down $1 million, And if we, deliver, if we deliver the results, then we'll go ahead and, you know, um, pay the rest at the end. Or you could do um, payments over time as the results start to roll in, okay? So that's just an example. Again, like, I don't know what these companies do. I know they're great companies. I don't know exactly what they do. I don't know their numbers, what kind of results they can get them. But when you have these kind of um, deals, can't, you know, the question remains like, okay, how do you do that on the phone with someone? Well, it's not like that okay so for example if you're gonna if you're going to set something like this the call would transform from you know if you're dealing with a you're gonna deal with a lot of lower you know size companies that might be doing one or two couple million dollars right um so it's pretty much more standard and much easier to kind of just make that close either on the first or second call now, if you're doing a more sizable deal like that, what you would do is have an escalation where you'd be like, okay, sounds great. What we're going to do is we're going to actually drop some paperwork or, or you know, uh, we'll drop some paperwork and um, we'll set another meeting and then we can get together, um, you know, and go over that. You know, and it might be a meeting in person, you know, uh, but you want to make sure that there's some interest there, that the interest is strong, right? Um, and then you send your best closer to, you know, in person um, or, you know, so it would be like a tee off, right? So for this, it would be, you would have a, a specific department that would handle larger transactions Right. And all the person that's doing that's getting the calls, that's closing normal deals that are pre-priced with three options. As an example, you know, 4,000, 12,000, 40,000, whatever the, you know, three options may be. As an example, okay. Um, if the, if you train your salespeople to value price and they can see like, okay, you know, we can, we can actually land a sizable deal here. Let me go ahead and escalate this, you know, and they can swing for the fences on it. You know, a few, a few of these deals, you know, when you catch a whale, you don't, you just don't want to, you know, um, you know, you, you, you don't want to just kind of let the whale go, you know, um, and you want to maximize not only the value that you can give them, but, um, also the, um, receiving the value in return, right? Otherwise it's lopsided. You're giving them so much value by installing something in their business that will make them go from 20 to $40 million. If you're only charging them $40,000, you're getting the short end of the stick. I mean, by far, right? And so at the end of the day, this is something that might be escalated, 
you know, to a team that would go ahead and either fly out in person or, you know, do another meeting and make sure everyone's serious about it enough to actually maybe do an in-person meeting, you know, um, and have, you know, have lawyers draw papers or, you know, escalate to um, a more senior person in the company and they would actually talk, do a Skype call, whatever it is, and, you know, assess how genuine that offer is. And then they even remotely could have lawyers draw up papers and kind of go from there. Because if you land these deals, I mean, you think about it, okay, these, um, you know, these deals are really good because all businesses have slump months. So they're not, uh, you know, they're not consistent every single month. You know, there, there, there are months that are lower than others. And what these deals tend to do is to help to fill in those gaps big time. Um, you know, and uh, I'm not sure if the this terminology is correct here, but I'm going to use it anyway. It's a it's really a profit maximizer, right? Um, and assuming that the fulfillment is the same, you know, um, or even if it's not the same, if it's a big enough account, you could actually afford to hire more people to service that account, you know, because it's such a lucrative account, you know, um, say you're making $10 million in that account, you know, if your company does, you know, whatever, let's say, you know, that company does 20 million a year, whatever. Right. I mean, you know, you can, you can obviously see why it's worth it to jump through the, the legal hoops. Um, if you're sure you can get it done, but also be careful. Um, and, and talk to your lawyers be beforehand and make sure, like, your contracts have to be ironclad and your results have to be solid, right? This is not something you're going to start out doing. This is going to be a company that's experienced, that's already making millions of dollars, um, you know, um, you know, or, or doing very well, Okay. So either way, this is food for thought, you know, to think bigger about value-based pricing. Now, of course, you know, let's bring the numbers down a little bit. You know, say that, you know, uh, there's the three options and the highest one is $40,000 or whatever it is or 100000 And say you're dealing with a company that does $5 million, you know, over the phone, you could be like, hey, you know, we charge uh, 250000 or we charge 500000 or we charge a million dollars. And, you know, we take ten thousand we take a hundred thousand dollars down deposit and then as the results start coming in, you just make the payments until the end of the contract, you make the last payment, you know. So these are expected results. If we can indeed double your business, then we receive the full payment, or we only receive based on performance, right? And this is a good risk reversal because they don't have to pay you if you don't perform. So you have to be have faith in what you're doing. Okay. So either way, value-based pricing is really good. Um, 
you know, because the last thing you want to do is just undercharge a huge account. You know, if you're helping a company that's making $5 million make 10, charging them $100,000 is, I think it's a travesty. I think it's a business sin to do that because you're giving them so much value. Think about it. You're you're basically handing them $10 million and they're only giving you a fraction of a percent of that or, you know, a tiny percent of that. No, it's not, it's not even close to fair, you know. Um, it's not even close to worth it, you know. So, you know, and plus the other thing is that a company of that size, if you're quoting something less than maybe a million or a few million dollars, they might be like, you know, this is your your outfit's a little too small for us, you know, and they're going to end up going with a company that is going to charge them because the the price you charge is the value that's perceived by the company, okay? So if you want to land those big accounts, you need to quote big numbers. Because that conveys the value of what you're really offering. So either way, again, guys, it's all like, you know, value-based pricing is not theoretical. This is not theory. This is something that people do all the time, okay? Um, people like Blair Enns do it. Uh, Jonathan Stark does it. Like, as an individual he will charge millions of dollars to certain companies as, as an individual. And then he'll take, you know, a certain percentage of that and actually hire people to help him fulfill that thing. So, you know, this is done every day. It's not theory, but um, where the idea is, is to figure out how to, you know, add this to a, you know, a call room setting where you can teach your salespeople to identify whales and to, and to escalate them and have a special department that deals with, you know, bespoke um, deals, large deals, you know, profit maximizers, right? Um, and um, so... Either way, guys, I hope that you enjoyed this. We'll talk soon. God bless.